Welcome to Random Gaming Talk, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for video games. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing good, how are you doing today? Not bad, been a bit of a weird week, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I haven't been playing a whole lot. Um, I got a little bit more into the... Uh, the beta for uh, Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. Um, did that. Uh, played a little bit of this and that. Um, I did actually. Uh, I've been trying to sell my this lap this old laptop that I've had for a while on Facebook, and one guy hit me up. He's like, "Well, I don't, you know, have money, money, but would you trade me a old PS4 for it?" So we go back and forth, and uh, huh. I wind up doing the trade. Uh, so I do have a PS4 now. Oh shit! And I was really? playing a little. Yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, and so I've been playing a little bit of The Last of Us. I'm still getting used to the controller. I don't know that I'll ever be really used to the controller, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm starting to get into that. Um, you know, the graphics are. You know, obviously it's a remaster from a, a ps3 game so mm-hmm. the graphics are pretty good and i'm just starting to get into the story it actually threw me for a little bit um because it this, it opens up with uh, you know the main protagonist and his daughter yep and he keeps calling her sarah and i'm like i could have swore the main character's name was ellie <laughs> and then uh then obviously that happens so, right uh, right it's like okay, a little. This makes a little bit more sense now. Okay, so you thought that was like potentially Ellie at the start. I or, or I was you know. just I, I, was you just like overall confused kind of thing? Yeah, I, I was. I was just wondering if I just remembered it wrong all this time. Oh, so yeah, um, cool. Yeah, you had. When did you get that? Uh, the last was remembered. If you remember, I actually bought it a while ago uh, because it was on like a what Amazon the, Lightning sale. What the laptop? It was, no, the la- oh yeah, the laptop I've had since like 2010. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, when did you I, trade it for the PS4? Is what I mean. Uh, Sunday. Okay, cool. Yeah, because this is a surprise to me as well as the listeners. So, uh, great. Yeah, is it in like good condition and stuff? And, and yeah, all? I've been I've been testing that a little bit. Works just fine. Nice. Uh, I haven't had any issues with it. Uh, nice clean system. Nice clean controller. Um, I do. Just got to get used to the the having that controller, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Uh, so, how are you finding uh, uh, the PS4 itself, like the system and, and all that sort of thing? Uh, for the for the most part, it's okay. I think there's uh, too many tabs and too many uh, icons on the uh, on the mi- the main screen. Right. Yeah. Like it, it shows the game that like if there's a disc involved installed or, or in the slot, it shows that. And then it shows a whole bunch of stuff. None of it's related to anything else. And then I'm still trying to get used to the option button because I keep just out of mes- muscle memory hitting that button on the other side. It's like oh, that's so the share button. So you're hitting that by like, accident, yeah. A lot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they use the uh, the I can't remember the exact name the the touchpad um, for mm-hmm. for basically that other button, and then the options is pause or start, yeah. whatever you want to the call it. The touchpad is throwing me off too as well, so. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, 
just a quick little tip. You know the not the not the bar where you have the settings, but the bar the bar where you have like TV and your games and all that sort of stuff listed. If you press L1, it takes you all the way to the left side, and if you press R1, it takes you all the way to the right side. So if you want to go right down the other end for I don't know to get to your library, because that's actually what's on the right hand side, you can do that as well. Um, how are you how are you finding the like suspending the games and stuff, uh, and and that's those sort of options. Uh, that's not really been an issue. I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't played it a ton, a ton. I do need to play more of it, but uh, uh, it's one of those things that it's just I got to get more time into it. So nice. Well, uh, Black Friday is coming up, so I imagine there'll be a couple, three pretty decent sale games on PS4. So I'll probably pick something up then. So nice, nice. Uh, but yeah, it's cool that you got it just before like the holiday season for when things get like quiet and there's a bunch of PS4 games you haven't played. So that should be pretty cool. Um, but no, how, how do you feel about it overall? You pretty happy with it? Yeah, I'm happy with it. I'm, I mean, I'm not. It's kind of a bummer to get rid of that laptop because that laptop uh, was a treat to myself when uh, I, you know, this is practically a lifetime ago with some other things. But I'm a pragmatist with things like that, and I've turned it on three times in the last two years. So clearly, I don't need the laptop. And if I could trade mm. it for something that I kind of want or kind of need. I'm more than happy to do that, but it is sad to have something like that go. So okay, cool. Um, yeah, happy for you that you got a PS4 now. So that's great. Um, yeah. So in terms of me and stuff that I've been playing, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, obviously, I think I'm like right near the end of the story. Things are really kind of picking up and getting getting pretty crazy. Uh, obviously, uh, obviously, I won't spoil anything. Um, but uh, I just before I um, paused it. And came on here to set up and whatnot. I just got to like a really big story beat. So I'm like okay this is a good time to like. Before things turn on the head. Or whatever is going to happen. Because I actually don't know what is going to happen next. Um, but basically a character has said something. And it's like oh. This like might turn things on its head. Kind of thing. Um, so I was like huh. I'm just going to pause right here. And there's you know, there was about 30 minutes or whatever. Till, to, to set up and stuff. Um, so I'm looking forward to go jumping right back in. At, at that sort of exact point. And uh, seeing the sort of. Yeah the events that unfold. After uh, th- th- those things happen. Um, in terms of Red Dead Redemption 2. And, and my sort of coverage of it and stuff. Um, I did just before we start as well. I edited my. Um spoiler free review for Red Dead Redemption 2 what I'm planning to do is exactly what I'd said this week on uh, Walking Dead uh, in case you didn't listen to that um, I've got a two hour let's play a later impressions and a spoiler free review and I'm going to basically drop them all at once so you have a big like sort of batch of Red Dead Redemption content from us um, and then what I'm going to do after I finish the uh, story I'll do a spoiler a completely separate spoiler free review or spoiler review sorry uh, talking about like the main beats of the story and all that kind of stuff because there's a lot to talk about there um, and like how it connects to Red Dead Redemption 1 because obviously the second one's actually a prequel so it takes place before the first one um and that sort of thing uh and then what i'm gonna do once i finish the story is go back and do some of the other little side quests with the other characters and some of the stranger missions and all that stuff and that stuff specifically i'm going to be streaming because what i want to do is because i'm at such a deep deep point in the story where you know characters will probably start getting you know end end game sort of stuff and characters might get killed off and and stuff like that if you guys see like me streaming i don't want you to sort of jump on the stream and you see someone get shot in the head or something like that uh, that that sort of thing um so it's at that very very sort of delicate part of the story 
Um, and I don't want to spoil that for anyone, obviously. Um, but there's plenty to sort of do still afterwards. And that sort of stuff. So I'm going to be streaming basically that. Because there's no consequences sort of to that. Uh, yeah, unless someone dies in one of the side missions. But it won't be to do, I'm, I'm assuming, with the main sort of story. Because that will have been completed. Um, any thoughts from you on Red Dead? Have you, have you uh, like looked at it or, or anything? Hello? Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I'm sure I'll pick it up and play it at some point. It's, you know, one of those things that I don't know if I'm going to like it or not, but I definitely want to be part of the conversation on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just one of those things that I got other things that are kind of occupying my time right now. Right. But like I did say before, uh, Black Friday's in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, see if it pops up on a sale anywhere or not. Cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's really sort of a obviously improved, like evolved sort of version of uh, Red Dead Redemption 1. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very, very good. Um, I was going to, I guess I'll do it in this little section, do a sort of preview for uh, Spyro, because of course the Reignite, Reignited Trilogy is out next week on the 13th, which is the Tuesday, which is good, because that gives kind of the rest of the week, and that sort of will lead into the weekend as well uh, for Spyro. Um, so obviously it's, it's, the, it's the trilogy. I don't know if it still has the download thing or if it's three discs or if they're all on one disc i'm still not sure of if they if they changed the situation i heard that they didn't because i heard that that was the reason they originally delayed it because it was supposed to come out in um september wasn't it then it got delayed uh like a whole month um I, wh- whether that was just to fix things up or if it was to do with the uh the, the downloads issue that people were having i suppose um, but anyway i'm going to be downloading the game obviously um and then i'll do um, yeah, I'll do a first impressions video, possibly for all three of them in in one go. Um, it might it might be kind of odd to sort of jump one from one two and then three and then go back to one and finish it, but I'll you know it shouldn't make too much difference, I, I guess. Um, I'm interested to see how the game handles its camera because it's got these famous sort of camera controls where um, what was it? Because it was on the PS One and there was no none of the um analog sticks because it didn't have those mm-hmm. you had to use um r1 and l1 uh i guess back in the day as people would say to, to turn the camera around for spyro because obviously in crash there was no camera stuff unless it was the um bazooka but uh that you know it, it wasn't the sa- it's not the same type of uh platformer game spyro is a bit more like open world and stuff whereas crash is much more sort of corridor based i guess you could say you're just going straight forward the whole time uh, unless you go backwards for something, but whatever. Um, so I'm interested to see how the game handles that and how people feel about if it's easier or, or how different it is to use the analog stick with that instead of the the buttons. Um, and yeah, I'm interested to see how the game will handle like if you if you have to do the f- the fire breathing and you have to go around in a circle and how that kind of handles itself. I also like don't know really much about the characters or anything apart from Sparrow himself. So I'm interested to see if there's any similar kind of characters in there to Crash, if what, what sort of companions he has and that sort of thing. I know he's got the the um the fly with him. Was it called Sparks? I think it's called. Yeah, the the, the little Maybe. Uh, the little um uh dragonfly? No. What's it called? The little the little thing he has with him. <laughs> Um, I don't know that the, the exact name of the uh, the animal, but it's, I think he, I think the character is called Sparks, um, and I want to see like is there any similarities with um, him and Aku Aku because Aku Aku is the uh, basically the same thing but for Crash, he's the sort of um, 
you know, one that protects you when you get hit or whatever. Um, and yeah, I, I'm interested to see like what the gliding is like and um, and that kind of thing. I've got nowhere near as much sort of nostalgia for this as I do for Crash, but I'm still definitely going to play it, see what it's like. Uh, maybe I will get a few like throwback memories of sorts, but I didn't see. I don't know anywhere near an, as much about the game as I do about the uh, the Crash trilogy because I knew about you know all the, all the warp room stuff and and the music there and I knew about some of the different levels. I like my knowledge on that with Spyro is very much more more blank. So uh, yeah, I'll obviously give some some further sort of impressions next week for Gaming Talk and uh, we'll see what that's like. Um, how about you? Where do you sort of stand with Spyro? Uh, well, that was never a game that I played, so I don't yeah. know what that character's name is. Um... A side note, the lack of an analog stick is, a, is the reason why a lot of the uh, PS1 Classic games didn't make it onto that PS1 co- Classic mm. console because they didn't have a uh, analog stick for the original run of some of those games. Uh, but it's like I always said, I mean, if you're a fan of something and you get more of that something, that's never a bad thing. As long as it's um, mm. mechanically well done and uh, you know the controls work and the game doesn't crash and you know, other normal stuff. Yeah. As long as it's all good and it runs good, you know, hey, more power to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um I wonder what Sony's going to do cuz they 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 did crash. Now they're doing Spyro, well, not Sony. I get cuz these are Sony characters, so that's why I said Sony cuz it's obviously um Toys for Bob, Toys for Bob and Activision are doing this and uh Vicarious Visions and Activision did uh, Crash Bandicoot. I'm not actually sure who's doing Medieval. I haven't looked up the name of, of that company. But what um, what kind of Sony game is going to get uh, a remaster next? Because obviously Medieval will be next. I wonder if it'll be like every summer-ish. I know Spyro's a little bit late for that sort of window. Um, but if like once a year we get a uh, Sony character remaster, essentially. Because uh, you know, Crash was 2017 and then obviously got the ports this year. Uh, Spyro's this year and then Medieval's next year. So... We'll see what happens. Well, well, see, that's the weird thing is yeah. when I think of Sony, I don't really think of characters per se. Hmm. I mean, with Nintendo, obviously, you've got Mario and that cast of characters. Right. Uh, Xbox would probably go with like Master Chief or maybe Gears of War characters. Right. Marcus, uh, but yeah. Marcus Venus. But um, with Sony, I mean, they were kind of in their own little world for the longest time until the original Xbox came out hmm. uh, right after the PS2. So they, I don't really have any characters for like classic games that I would think of when I associate with Sony. I mean, that might just be because I never played that console, but maybe, yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's, like I said, there's Crash, there's Medieval, there's Spyro, there's Gex, Croc, um, there is a bunch of other people I'm forgetting. You got like Jack and Dexter, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Sly Cooper. Um, what happened to that Sly Cooper series? There was supposed to be a Sly Cooper animated series in October this year, and I've not heard anything. I don't know like where it even is. So yeah, because uh, it got to like the middle of October last month, and I was like, wait a minute, what happened to that Sly Cooper uh, animated series? Unless, unless it got delayed and they didn't say anything, I don't know. Do you remember that? I vaguely ish remember. Yeah. That being a thing, but I honestly don't know what happened to it. Because hmm. they announced it in like May or June or something. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Can't wait for that. And now it's, I don't know where it even is. So, uh, all right, cool. So that's, yeah, Red Dead and Spyro are going to be the, the, the two things. Um, I did download PUBG because it's free at the moment. Um, so, yeah, if you just you know, want to quickly pause the podcast, go and make sure you download PUBG on uh, the Xbox One. 
and then uh, come back to the podcast. Well, I guess you can still listen while you do that. So, anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think they're doing a um, free days weekend or something. Yeah, they're doing a, a free play weekend. They'll pick a game every now and then, and it'll be free from, like, Thursday to Sunday. Yeah, because Pro Evolution Soccer 2019 or 18, I'm not sure which one it is, is uh, free as well for some reason. Uh, but, anyway, we'll talk about all that stuff in the news. Uh, but, first, we're going to do some housekeeping, so we'll see you in a minute for that. Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you would like to get help with trying to lose weight, this might just be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you need to do is click on the Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus link in your show notes or description on iTunes or on the website. Go over to her Facebook profile Send her a Facebook message and get started with the program today. Today's second sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the, in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk. And to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, cool. So, uh, big episode big podcast this week um if you somehow don't know it was rick grimes final episode this week of the walking dead unless you've not been on your computer at all or away from everything uh or have avoided the internet for six months (laughs) or something um yeah it was rick grimes final episode this week uh season nine episode five so me and david covered all of the uh goings on with that and the movie talk and and all sorts of things uh just quickly and kind of spoiler free um, what, what did you kind of think of that episode? That uh, whole episode was a giant what the actual fuck. Yeah. Especially with the ending of it. I'm not going to spoil the ending right. if you haven't seen it, but I'm just... I mean, I it's one of those things that where I, I can't suspend my disbelief <laughs> just because uh, my grandfather was uh, a pharmacist and a doctor. And so now I know what a puncture wound in that area does. Mm-hmm. And that dude was dead like 75 times over. <laughs> I mean, not even ignoring the whole zombie thing. All right. When you get a puncture wound, especially a through and through puncture wound, that's where it goes through one bu- side of your body and out through the other side. Yeah. The absolute last thing you do is pull it out. <laughs> I mean, you're just putting a big empty space for all the blood to rush out of yeah so the i mean granted you know zombies everywhere he's trying to survive but the second he yanked that out he was dead mm-hmm. and then that movement you know being on the horse you know riding around that would have and should have killed him <laughs> you know you know he would not have had the strength to do any of that stuff right 
But all that aside, just that whole ending, I was just like, uh, what is actually going on here? I mean, seriously. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, me and David talked about that, obviously, and we'll be back next week for episode 6. So that was the big old thing there. Uh, the Good Place is still continuing for season season 3. Uh, very, very good season so far. Very impressed with, with what they're doing. The show continues to impress me in ways that I just don't anticipate. Because, hey, that's what good writers do. They do things that you don't expect and uh, make a show unpredictable. And, uh, yeah, if you want to have a good time, a good laugh, uh, catch up with the show. It's on Netflix worldwide. Uh, but if you get to season three, it's uh, US, um, NBC, and internationally Netflix. But if you want to catch up on the first two seasons... Uh, it's worldwide on Netflix. I believe it's worldwide anyway. So uh, go, go and look for The Good Place and then check out the podcast when you get to season three. <coughs> uh, so that was that as well. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, what else did we do this week? Uh, we got Arrow coming up uh, and, and the DC shows and, and The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow and Black Lightning. Um, in case you're wondering where our um, Flash and Black Lightning podcasts uh, are, are going, or if, or if you wonder where episode 5 is, uh, they had an election uh, voting thing this, this Tuesday, so the episodes weren't on. What was the voting thing called? Just like a midterm uh, election? Or yeah, it's yeah. a midterm election. Every four years, um, they elect a president, yeah. and then every two years, some senator, some cong- uh, House representatives get elected, and every six years, some uh, senators get elected, but they don't have all 100 senators at the same time. They start basically third, 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 because they run a six-year term. Okay. And so every two years in between the presiden- presidential election is what's called the midterm elections. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get a good sense of where things are going, because a lot of policy, you know, reflection of, you know, what people think of the last uh uh, two years have gone. It, it can affect like you know who gets elected and who gets in power and it, um, how much support the president has or doesn't have <laughs> in terms of seats lost and seats gained. Right. Um, okay. Uh, and it's just one of those things that if you're if you're into American politics, then it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of enjoyed it because it it turns into just you get the most ridiculous, outrageous campaign ads. <laughs> Um, and then you'll get like completely one-sided ads where people that don't have a sense of humor try mm-hmm. to make fun of somebody. Uh, like where I live in Indiana, um, the guy that wound up winning the Senate see, guy named is Mike Braun. And he, he just, for whatever reason, was always wearing a blue shirt hmm. in his ads. And so they, the, his opponent, uh, Donnelly, actually tried to make fun of him wearing a blue shirt in his campaign ad. Which is like the dumbest thing you can make fun of anybody for any reason is to make fun of the shirt that they're wearing. But they try to do that as a thing. They try to make that as, oh, he wears a blue shirt, blah, 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 so he must be bad. And I'm just like, you're not funny. Stop trying to be funny. Right. But anyway, it's honestly, for me, it's best when it's over because then I don't have to see a political ad commercial it's like 75% of the commercials on network TV were political ads and 90% of the commercials I'd see for YouTube hmm. were political ads and you just you get tired of it after a while. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, because of the, the voting and stuff that happened on this Tuesday, they delayed uh, the Flash and Black Lightning for one week. So that's why our podcast will be late, because we won't have seen the episode yet. So uh, yeah, we're covering the DC shows, basically Walking Dead, DC shows, um, The Good Place, Random Gaming Talk, and of course the Red Dead Redemption content that I mentioned, as well as the Spyro First Impressions. So look out for all of that on Entertainment Talk. Uh, .org. Oh, I should also mention, somehow I keep forgetting it for some reason, uh, I did do a spoiler-free review for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, so that was that as well. Uh, yeah, that's the content that's happening at the moment on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want a films update, I did, I think in my last film review, uh, talk about the films that I'm planning on seeing next. So uh, if you want more information on that, check out the uh, the last podcast for that as well. Uh, yeah, so that's everything on entertainmenttalk.org or the podcast platform of your choice, including Spotify. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Alright, now we're going to go on to the news that we have to talk about. So we'll save that in a minute. Okay, cool. So uh, I've only got um, yeah one uh, other thing to talk about uh, this week, um, which is there was a new PlayStation 4 Pro, which was... Um, released uh this week and i saw this from ign uh, i didn't read the article necessarily because it seemed like a fairly simple story uh there was a new playstation 4 pro, pro released this week and uh, a lot of people of course in the past have complained uh when they've played big games such as god of war red dead redemption 2 spider-man uh you know the big the big chunky games that we we've had uh throughout this year um that's their uh ps4 can sound like a helicopter sometimes um, what about what about your PS4? How does that sound at the moment? It sounds fine. Yeah. It hasn't really been a factor yet. Although um, I have seen videos um, on YouTube to where the, somebody will put like a, a disc in the tray mm-hmm. for their PS4, and it honestly, sounds like a jet turbine's taken up. <laughs> Although I think that's more because they don't keep their you know, their unit clean, and it's Probably just absolute uh, dusty and dirty and whatnot. Yeah. Um. um Cool. Yeah. So with that issue and stuff, they made a, uh, a a quieter, not a silent. Obviously, you can't really have a system like that that's completely silent. Um, but a, a quieter PS4 Pro that they released. Uh, but Sony didn't really market it. Uh, the uh, the IGN article kind of said um, they kind of stealth released it. I don't know why they would do that if it's a better running PS4 Pro and it is quiet and they've maybe seen some of the complaints for um some of the, the helicopter-esque noises um yeah why do you think they maybe didn't market this uh i mean obviously we'll never know know the reasons for that the only thing that i could think of is they didn't want to run on returns so let's say you announce it and a date but then you know somebody had just bought a ps4 like a week or two or two weeks ago uh i would if that was me if i had bought a ps4 pro and they just said oh we've got a new one out and it's quieter i'd be taking my old one in and exchanging it for the new one hmm. yeah yeah so i just figured they they if they didn't if they don't say when it happened then you can't say you know oh it's uh blah 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 it's this is the one you already have it's not actually a different one or not hmm. yeah um david recently got a, a ps4 pro I, th- I think he got a pro so um yeah, I mean, I'm not, my PS4 is still running very, very well. Um, I do still sometimes have the... Um, if you minimize the game uh, game that you're in and then you suspend the console and then you turn turn the console on later or whenever you go back to it and you load the game, you know it does that. I don't know if you've loaded the game that way necessarily. 
um but it does a brief little sort of kind of thing and then once the game loads it kind of quietens that down after a bit it's almost like the fan is working on kind of loading it and then once it for me anyway once it has loaded and you because you see the brief kind of loading screen and then it goes straight back into where you were for the game um and then it stops for me after how do do you do you minimize your game before you turn it off or do you just uh do that when the game's already loaded kind of thing uh i just turn it off completely i don't do the the minimizing thing do you mean like a full shutdown yeah i do a full shutdown oh how come uh just because i don't need it running in the background i mean the only reason why i have my xbox running in the background is because i have a lot of games on it and so it does a background update downloads yeah uh with my ps4 since i've only got literally the one game for it Mm -hmm. there's no reason for me to have it on for any kind of background running okay fair enough um yeah, they released this, this silently released a quiet PS4 Pro. Uh, so if you want to check that out, I guess you could buy it now because it's probably out. Um, but yeah, anything else we should we want to say here, or should we move on? I uh, no, I did read the article. They said like the it's like a couple three decibels quieter than the old one, but it's still not as quiet as the uh, Xbox One X. So okay. it's just one of those things they're trying to keep up. So hmm. fair enough. Cool. Uh, so yeah, that is unfortunately all the stuff I have to talk about this week. There are some things I, I didn't list and stuff, uh, like the Final Fantasy DLC that was cancelled. Neither of us play Final Fantasy, so we weren't going to talk about that, obviously. Uh, I do have one more choice for an overrated game, but we can do that at the end of the podcast. Uh, what would you like to talk about this week? Uh, well, I found a ton of stuff. Um, first off, uh, there's a new uh, hero coming out for Overwatch, for yep. because there's not enough heroes in Overwatch. Twenty five, twenty six. It's close. It's closing in on thirty. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, so the new character's name is Ash. Uh, it's McCready is kind of the closest comparison that I can find to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but instead of doing a pistol, it's more of a Winchester rifle. Mm. Uh, they set her up to do basically a rocket jumping. Only instead of rocket jumping, it's her, um, uh, you know, her her rifle. So they showed some footage of her pointing the rifle down, jumping, and then yeah. firing, and then get her, getting a bigger jump out of it. Uh, the, some of the included footage showed uh, throwing a dynamite and then shooting the dynamite for a knockback effect, so I'm sure that's uh, something. Hmm. And then her ultimate is uh, summoning Bob, which stands for Big Omnic Bodyguard Butler. And so it's basically a giant robot with a turret machine gun, and they didn't show any... Uh, gameplay footage just the uh the cinematic trailer but basically they are standing back to back just firing like nuts and so it looks to be a definitely looks to be a dps character mm. um it's live on the uh the test server if you've got the pc version of overwatch so uh and there has been some video out for it but i tend not to look at that not because i'm not interested in it it's just because for well for when it's on the test server yeah and two, it's bound to change before it goes to launch. Yeah, she's bound to get buffed or nerfed in whatever way. Yeah, it's bound to change yeah, on yeah. some level at some point for that. Yeah, whether they increase her speed or lower her weapon damage or, or whatever the case. Uh, increase the fire rate, decrease the fire rate, yeah, damage yeah. change. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what the whole PTR... I think it's called a PTR test or something. Um, yeah. That's what that whole thing is for anyway. 
Um, I, I did see the little cinematic thing that, that you were talking about. Um, she looks interesting. I'm a bit curious to see how the shooting at the ground jumping works. Because that looks like a little bit awkward to me. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's like you, maybe you don't have to shoot like directly next to your feet. Maybe you can shoot like wherever you want. I don't know. But to where they showed it in the trailer, she like shot right next to her feet and then she jumped up in the air. If, if the jump is effective enough and you have to make that like small time sacrifice, then maybe that's worth it in some way. Um, I thought the dynamite thing was kind of interesting because it is one of them cool things when they, they show a few, a few little things the character can do, like, you know, shooting the weapons and, and jumping and stuff and then they sort of slowly build up to the ultimate and show you all like the the more powerful things they can do so you're sort of like watching the the little trailer thinking like okay what's next and then what's next and then like they show the big ultimate um i actually thought because when i was watching the little cinematic um when she threw the dynamite i was like oh that's the ultimate that's cool and then she brought out like you said the uh, the bob character i was like oh no that's probably the ultimate so she's got two really good uh abilities on her um, as well, and they had, did they have three characters she threw the dynamite at that had shields? I think it was Brigitte, someone, and, uh, Reinhardt, and it took, it took out all their shields. Um, yeah, the, the dynamite is definitely a shield cracker. Yeah. So you yeah. gotta, you gotta figure whichever, uh, sets that up, it's gotta be on a really long cooldown. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm guessing that if, the three of them have their full shield health it wouldn't take all three down in one go i guess it would maybe half it because we don't know the the is that like situation behind that i don't imagine it's like that powerful and if it is and they go into the ptr and people say hey that she's taking out the shields too easily then they could change that as well but she looks interesting yeah. like you said she looks like a bit of a sort of just different female mccree like a yeah i'm getting Western the type character yeah, I've yeah, I've been getting a lot of uh, Gina Torres's character from Firefly. Okay, um, she was uh, Wash's wife. She was basically uh, the first. Uh, she's the right arm for uh, Captain Mal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm getting a lot of her vibe on that. So yeah, it's interesting they use a different uh, Western gun, which is the, uh, the the rifle thing you said. Well, the the right the Winchester rifle was pretty mm-hmm. much one of the two more iconic guns of the West. Yeah. Because you have the the, the Colt, and then you have the Winchester. Mm-hmm. You know, the Colt was for personal protection, and the the Winchester was for hunting and you know for getting food. Yeah, yeah. Because with, with westerns, it's always the thing of like you know drawing it, drawing your pistol in in emergencies, mm-hmm. and then having the. Uh, the rifle for more um intense situations i guess you could say um yeah i wonder if this was intentionally released around the time of red dead i mean it's a cool little marketing thing if it is i don't know if it's intentional but it's definitely a happy accident if nothing else yeah yeah um but no it's pretty cool she looks pretty cool i'm interested to try her when i do jump back into overwatch um what are your kind of thoughts on her do you think she looks cool uh- uh, she definitely looks cool. It's definitely gonna inspire a lot of cosplay for that. Yeah. Uh, past that, you know, got it. I don't have the PC version, so it's not like I'm gonna see it on the test server. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things that uh, you know, when it gets to the regular server, I'll check it out and see what's going on. I checked out uh, the hamster ball for about ten minutes, and I never really got into that, and I haven't really seen it a whole lot in play. Hmm. I thought that was really cool, the hamster. It was a good idea, but I just don't think um, it really fits into anybody's play style because my friend Don that I tell you about, they're doing, they're wrapping up the uh, the league, and nobody 
on the league on a competitive level was playing that character. Hmm. Like, on any team. Yeah, I, remember, I remember when that character came out to the public and um, I, I tried it in the, the practice arena thing and the mm-hmm. mechanic that I really liked doing was if you basically use the grapple, put that on a wall uh, or grapple to the wall, like swing yourself into the battle area and then do the ultimate uh, which I think was the explosion thing that you can do. I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, or it might have been the the like the, the machine gun that he uses. I can't remember his ultimate, but I remember you could do the, like you could swing yourself around and like you you could swing yourself into the uh, the big battle zone that would probably yeah. be taking place. Uh, so I liked him for that. Honestly, cool. the most fun I had was people coming up with all the uh, mashups with it. <laughs> Obviously, the gameplay of that intermixed with Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball song, <laughs> and then uh, mixing it up with My Hero Academia, which apparently has a hamster character with a lot of guns, so they were mix mashing that up. So, uh... But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a new character, and obviously the game has a big enough fan base and a big yep. enough support that it warrants bringing out even more characters. Yep. Um... Yeah, cool. All right, so what else do you want to talk about? Uh, well, speaking of games, we got uh, the free games for Twitch Prime this month announced. Uh, first off is uh, Overcook, uh, the first one. Uh, that was a Games with Gold either last month or month before, but it's yeah. a co-op game, so now you can just play it on the PC. Uh, the second one is called Overload. It's an exploration-based first-person shooter set in zero gravity, which actually sounds kind of interesting. I think I've heard of that. (coughs) The next one is AER Memories of Old, which I have not heard of. Nope. It's an adventure game that takes place on a series of islands that are floating in the sky, and you travel between the islands by turning into a bird. Oh, cool. Yeah, and the fourth... Go ahead. I remember doing that in um, Battlefield 1. There was a mission. I think it was the tank mission. You have to send the, the messenger bird back. I don't think you fly the whole way back uh, to the camp, but you can fly a good <clears throat> a good length with it. And uh, mm-hmm. that, that was pretty fun to use. So you can also obviously do that in uh, Assassin's Creed Origins and Odyssey because that's your um, like targeting system. You control the, the bird in the sky, literally. <laughs> And uh, target like enemies and and loot and all that kind of stuff. So it's a it's a cool little mechanic to to have birds in games. So yeah. Uh, yep. What what are the other? Oh, ones? It, and the the last game is a 12th century point and click adventure game called The Pillars of Earth, which I vaguely ish remember the title, but I don't mm. know if I'm just remembering something else. But I'm a old school fan of point and click adventures, so that ought to be fun. I mean. Yeah, point and clicks, cool. Telltale was, I guess, somewhat successful. Uh, with that, I mean, you know, Walking Dead and that was very successful, and they unfortunately went under. Um, but um, I don't, I don't, I don't think the reason for that was the, was the genre. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, that it, it was probably for like financial reasons and stuff. We, we've obviously talked about that already. Um, but no, I mean, the one that kind of stands out is is Overcooked, uh, or, or the like most recognizable one, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about for you? Yeah, Overcooked is definitely the one that's most recognizable. Uh, Pillars of Earth, I might actually check out. And if I do that, I'll probably put that up on the stream. Uh, The other two, maybe, maybe not. It's one of those things that I actually have to look up the game and see if it's something that I want to spend time into. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
yeah, that's kind of a case in this industry where, like, remember that game Adrift that I had not heard of it, I'd not seen it, or anything. I didn't know it it sort of existed. I think I'd heard of it like six or seven years before, and then it sort of just silently got released. Uh, and then one day they had the sale in the PS Store, and I was like, huh, I think I remember this game being announced. I bought it, played it, and then even did like reviews and stuff. So, uh, yeah. games can kind of jump out of nowhere, so you never know. Yeah. Um, did you ever play that Adrift? Uh, no, I don't think I ever played that. Okay, I don't know what it's on. It's probably on. I think it's on everything at the moment. So, uh, and I think yeah. there's a VR version on PC. I don't know about uh, PSVR, although you can probably use the mirror uh, mode for for that. I guess so. Um, yeah. Speaking of VR, did you ever watch that video I put on the Facebook page for Beat Saber? I don't think I did. Okay. I can't remember. I, I could watch it before next week or something if you if you wanted me to. I, it's not a big deal. I just uh, like I said before, if I was going to play a VR game, that's pretty much the only one that it, I have really any interest in playing. So. Okay. Cool. Um. All right. What else do you want to talk about? Uh. Well, I have two kind of companion stories that just proves that everything is coming up Rockstar. Uh, the first one is that GTA Five just reached another impressive milestone. And this is actually blowing my mind hole, because this makes no sense. Um, they've officially announced that Grand Theft Auto V, combining the, the previous generation and this generation, right. has shipped more than 100 million units. Uh, now, to put that into perspective, that's almost as many PlayStation 2s that were sold. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like the sales figures are slowing down at all. Um, no, it's they announced like always the, on in, in, in PD? In PD. It's yeah. always on like a top 10 or a top 20. Uh, they announced back in May that it was at the 95 million mark. And then November 2017, it was at the 85 million mark. So that just is going and going and just will never stop. Mm. Um, and the companion story to that is that we have the official numbers for uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. It is uh, it broke 17 million uh, units sold in 8 days. So the original Red Dead took 8 years to sell 15 million copies. So that kind of tells you <laughs> the pace that it's going. Yeah. Um, it also inspired my favorite photo. I'll put it uh, on the Facebook page. Because mm-hmm. um, if you look at like the last 4 or 5 years of Grand Theft Auto Online and how much it's completely changed... Mm. Somebody came up with a photoshopped photo of Red Dead Redemption 2 online after two years, and it's a picture of Putin on a horse with a, a tank cannon. <laughs> it's like the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. Okay. But that, it made me think, you know, I forgot that there was going to be an online function of Red Dead 2, and how are they going to get people to come into and out of that? Because it's not like with oh, the GTA... Four, the four DLCs thing that... Yeah. That, that you, you post, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like you can do, like, flying cars or, you know, uh, orbital strikes or anything like or that jets, with Red Dead yeah. on, or jets yeah. or, you know, anything like that with Red Dead Online. So that actually did put up a little bit of a question in my head is, of, yeah, what are they going to do with uh, Red probably Dead Online? Knowing the industry, probably just something we haven't thought of. So. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean. I don't know my interest level for Red Dead Online. I mean, the game's phenomenal, obviously. Uh, but past the... St- I mean, 
it could come out and I could be like, huh, not really interested. And then I could, it could come out with some stuff and I'd be like, huh, that sounds really cool. I might check that out. And then we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but I mean, because you've got horses, guns, wagons, boats. Now I can um, see things like like hostage res- rescue missions and bank cool. robbery missions and things like that. So there's bounty a lot hunting. of like, yeah, bounty hunting. So there's like a lot of mission mission things you could do. But they don't really have the uh, the freedom the to do stuff. the wacky stuff like they yeah. do with uh, uh, you know GTA Online. So hmm. yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe like special because you, you. I mean, you can't put like a rocket on a horse or something. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, I never know. I mean, you could just call it a quote unquote fever dream, and then you can get away with a lot of stuff. But still. I guess. I mean, I mean, would they just break the rules and put in certain things, but not make it like break the core of the world sort of thing? Hard telling. Because you could you could put some level of. I mean, if you think of the like basic rockets, like RPGs or something, could you put RPGs in it? I don't think so. But you do you do still have explosive stuff like dynamite and and some other stuff like that. So I don't know. And you have the um. You have things like Gatling guns and, and little uh, the, the cannons that have to be docked or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so you have some stuff. I mean, I get you could do stuff with, like, the camp maybe. Um, and, like, maybe one of your... Um, I don't know. What about if, like, um, you're out in the wild and someone, like, uh, captures you and then your friends get a notification and they have to come and like rescue you or something. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of potential for some stuff. I just, it's just one of those things that, I mean, you're never going to get the wacky fun that uh, GTA five online is. So, uh, but mm. we'll, we'll see when that part of it launches. Cause I don't think it launches until after the new year. Does it? I think, I think I saw something today that it's at the end of the month. I could be wrong with that. I only briefly, well, briefly read. The yeah. Story. I mean, they did delay uh, GTA Online for like a good month before, after GTA Five launch. So yeah, yeah, uh, we'll see what they come up with. But I'm, um, I'm, yeah, I'm curious to see what, how what the craziest thing they could do is. I mean, they could do the Undead Nightmare Zombie stuff again. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a possibility. That'd, that'd be kind of cool. Like you have to defend your fort from zombies, and you have plenty of weapons at your disposal. You could have a whole gang. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, cool. What else would you like to talk about? Oh, well, we've got the recap for uh, BlizzCon. For those people mm. that don't know, uh, BlizzCon is the annual uh, fan convention. <laughs> Do you mean uh, uh, that TwitchCon? Took... No, not TwitchCon, BlizzCon. This okay. is Blizzard's yeah. uh, convention. It took pay- place last weekend. Uh, Friday was the opening ceremony. Uh, they had the whole weekend of things. It's one of those things that if you have uh, DirecTV, I don't know if DirecTV is in the UK or not, but uh, DirecTV, they actually sell a... Uh, a streaming pass to where you can watch it on TV and watch all the stuff on there. Um, uh, so there's this is basically some of the recap uh, for it. Uh, His Heroes of the Storm got a new character, hmm. Orphelia, but I don't know if anybody still plays that game. Um, Destiny know. Two. I'm sorry, what? I don't know how many people do play that now because I think the Blizzard community has kind of moved on to Overwatch. Yeah. Because uh, there's also the was it Team Fortress Two was one of their old games and Overwatch yeah. has basically replaced that. So I don't yeah, know. but I mean people still play TF Two, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Destiny Two is 
free on PC, uh, not permanent, but if you uh, go through the uh, Battle.net client, you can download it for free. Uh, if you want to play the uh, Forsaken DLC, you'll still need to purchase that. Hmm. Uh, Blizzard is uh, partnering with uh, uh, the Kellogg Corporation, which makes breakfast cereals, and they're going to do a Lucio's, which is you know just a ringed cereal. Yeah, uh, but yeah. it's the colors and flavors are, uh, you know, mirroring Lucio's uh, colors. Uh, so it's just, you know, basically it's an Overwatch breakfast cereal. Nice. I haven't seen the, because um, they did the Mario ones, didn't they? I can't remember the exact name of them. But they did a Super Mario cereal. Uh, yeah, they've all, they've done, like, uh, mashups and sponsored cereals with all kinds of yeah. uh, uh, movies and TV shows and uh, video games constantly mm-hmm. so have you, have you ever seen the mario one around i've not seen it over here i i have uh, you know from time to time it'll pop up okay did you um, with Biony or no nah, i'm not a, i'm not a big cereal guy okay okay i kind of got back into cereal because i got a bit bored of like toast but anyway <laughs> yeah um but yeah that's i mean it's, it's kind of cool uh they're doing they're calling them lucy o's lucio yeah O's. Or lucio something. Are Cheerios a cereal over there in the UK? Yeah, yeah. Just imagine that, but with different colors. Okay. That's pretty cool. So, so instead of Cheerios, it's Lucio's. Hmm. Cool. Um, what, what else did they announce? Uh, StarCraft Three Reforged, which is going to be a remaster of... Uh, I'm sorry, Warcraft Three Reforged, which is going to be a remaster of Warcraft Three plus the Reign of Chaos DLC. Uh, boasting improved graphics, revamped UI, 4K support, and more. Uh, if you're a Hearthstone player, they announced the next expansion, uh, Rastashan's Rumble? Rastakhan's Rumble? I, I uh, no idea. No <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, StarCraft Two is getting yet another co-op commander. Um, I didn't know StarCraft Two had a co-op thing, but apparently they do, and it's getting a new uh, character for co-op. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of uh, new characters because well, we got the uh, Heroes of the Storm one. You said uh, this. Well, the the other game you just said that's got one. Overwatch has got yeah. a new character. Uh, so. Zeratul, I think, is how you pronounce it. Z e r a t u l. So I'm guessing Zeratul. Hmm. Uh, but since I'm not into StarCraft two, I'm not quite sure what that would affect. Yeah, me neither. Um, there is a where is it? I just missed it. Uh, yeah, uh, World of Warcraft uh, Classic, basically, uh, is going to get announced. It got announced. It's basically the vanilla World of Warcraft when it launched. And this is a weird thing to think about. The original World of Warcraft launched in 2004. That's wow. how long that game has been going around and is still going. Hmm. And so they're bringing back the classic version of it. Uh, it's getting released summer 2019. And if you have a standard World of Warcraft subscription, then you'll be able to download and play that. Um, I haven't played World of Warcraft in a really long time, but I was really deep into it back when it first launched out. I've I've never played it myself. I think that was like 2004. Where was I in 2004? I can't remember. Probably probably not even not even not even close to you know being out of school then. Yeah, I think I remember it being like talked about, but. It was never, and like, plus I was still a console gamer at that time. Um, I know, like, oh, it's on the PC, and I was like, okay, I'm, yeah, I, it just completely, I completely kind of ignored it. 
Yeah, um, World of Warcraft, when it first launched, it was a definition of a runaway success. They actually had to suspend new accounts being signed up for a couple of months to get their servers up to date because there was wow. constant server crashes. Because when they launched it, they were projecting something like you know, 60,000. And by the end of the second month, they had like half a million. And I think at one point, they had 12 million subscribers as like a peak. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was a fun game, but it's gone through so many iterations or anything like that. I'd only recognize it from the classic. So, hmm. where were you in? Where were you in 2004? Uh, 2004, I was just finishing up school, working uh, for this one company, um, and that was a long time ago. <laughs> but I was uh, 2004. I was. 10 years out of high school so i was like uh, in my i was in my late 20s early 30s then so <laughs> little did we know that we'd end up on a podcast together so yeah who knew yeah it's it's really crazy so um cool uh so yeah i mean blizzard continues to to do cool and interesting stuff uh unfortunately for them overwatch is the only one that i've kind of paid attention to but hey at least they've got yeah. me on on one one of their games uh I'm, yeah I'm, and I mean, sure, I recognize the success of like World of Warcraft and Heroes of the Storm. I I know about that and stuff, but uh, yeah, they've they've done some good stuff. So yeah, and the last thing that they announced is going to feed into my next story. And unfortunately, we're going to get serious talk here for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, we t- we try to keep things light, but this is kind of serious talk. Uh, the final announcement was of Diablo Immortal. <laughs> Um, and they were showing some of the footage, and then it turns out that it's a mobile game. And unfortunately, the fans at the uh, convention did not have a really good reaction to them making a mobile game. Uh, and they had a Q&A after like, all the announcements, and unfortunately, the, the developers just kind of got left hanging, twisted in the wind. Uh, one of the fans that got onto the mic actually asked if this was an early April Fool's joke. For a Diablo, Diablo Immortal, because been well, you kind of remember that Diablo has almost always been a PC game. One yeah. was on the PC, two was on the PC. I think might have had a PS1 port on some level. Uh, three was obviously on all consoles and PC, but there was a good ten-year gap between two and three, and it's been about three or four years since Diablo 3 was announced uh, was released rather for consoles and PC and any kind of a game and so it didn't react and this is where the serious part comes in Uh, it feeds into what's kind of being called the uh, infinite rage machine to where the fans get upset because you know they see something and they're not you know overly thrilled at it and then that decides to spawn people who know nothing about nothing to get raged out with the people not happy. Um, and I'm, what I'm referring to is this article from this website, Mashable, which I've never really heard of, uh, written by this guy who I've never really heard of. And this is how he titles the article. Diablo Immortal Reveal Gives Entitled Gamers a New Chance to Look Like Asses. Okay, so he's already starting this off by making himself look like a total dick. Yeah. Um, Let me find the article that really kind of hawked me off. Um, 
Another masterful person, uh, Kellen Black, zeroed in on the blowback after trying Diablo Immortal for himself at BlizzCon. Grow up, Kellen wrote, you are entitled to nothing. Game companies owe you nothing. You just don't get to have whatever you want and then throw a tantrum when you when your own personal dreams get uh, don't come true. Hmm. And as you uh, can expect, that went over well. Um, probably my favorite thing is one person on Twitter was actually tweeting at Donald Trump to intervene on behalf of Diablo fans to not get this game released, followed by the hashtag not my Diablo. <laughs> Um, but this guy just says, uh, he just, he, he's clearly not someone that plays a lot of games. Right. I don't like using the term not a gamer because if you play a game, then you're a gamer. I'm not the biggest fan of mobile games, but that's not because I don't consider them real games. I've had a lot of fun on some mobile games. I talked about, uh, Golf Clash a few episodes back mm-hmm. and I actually, actually had to uninstall it. Because I was just blowing a ton of money on the game just to keep playing it. And it wasn't even, you know, one of the, the cash grab mobile games to where they intentionally set it up to you. I was just, I was enjoying the game, but not playing the game well enough to not have to constantly buy more stuff. And so I eventually just had to, uh, just to uninstall it just to keep from spending money. Mm-hmm. Um, but and if you look up the article, you can find it. Uh, it's just one of those things that it's this guy clearly doesn't play a lot of game, um, and he's you know ragging on the fans for not liking Immortal, for calling them trolls because apparently everybody's a troll now. Um, and he calls the guy that asked if this was an April Fool's joke at the Q and A an asshole for even asking the question. Um, and he says, and if you're holding that guy up as any kind of a hero or even attacking Blizzard for making something you're not into, you're an asshole too. Um, and I kind of half agree with attacking Blizzard. I can, you know, I would question Blizzard. I would say, you know, do you have metrics that show this would be a viable option? Do you have a lot of people that came to you and said, Hey, could we have some version of Diablo on a mobile platform? Like if you could show those metrics and have those metrics, I would absolutely say, okay, that's cool. If you can't show those metrics, I would obviously ask, what prompted you to make this to a mobile game? Are you just? It's kind of like when uh, Command and Con- Command and Conquer announced that one mobile game, and everybody was just like, what the actual fuck? Uh, but they didn't make that big of a deal out of it. They just said, okay, that's a thing. I'm not going to do that, and they just went on their way. Hmm. Um, the uh, Blizzard fans were a little bit more animated because that's because they had to pay to get in. I mean, this is not like you're going to a free event. This is a paid event. Uh, it's not a cheap oh. event, too. Like, if you want to buy it to watch on DirecTV, it's like an $80 purchase. That's like more than a video game to, pay, to pay-per-view this thing. And so you'll have people that, like, travel from across the world. So you'll have some people that are paying upwards of, like, two or $3,000 total. Between travel expenses, hotel expenses, food expenses, getting into events that you want to see, it's not a cheap day. No. Uh, and so, you know, if they don't feel like they're getting their money's worth, of course they're going to say something about that. Uh, but to say, you know, you're an asshole for asking that question and to say you're an asshole for supporting him for asking that question, no, no, you're the asshole. And, I'm, and this is me stating my own personal opinion. 
I mean, I'm not into Diablo. Obviously, I'm not going to be playing this game. I have no interest in playing this game. But if, you know, and when you look at what happened with uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, mm. there was a lot of questions about that, and nobody called them assholes for asking those questions. Now, having said that, if you go after people at Diablo, like blow up their Twitter with, you know, just being a, a jerk, then yeah. yes, that part makes you an asshole. But I don't know anybody on Twitter that works for uh, Blizzard. I don't follow anybody on Twitter that works for Blizzard. And I would never at them unless I had like a genuine question. Like I said, with the, the metrics. And I might just do that. I might just say, you know, hey, curious, honest question. You're doing this game. What metrics led you to making this game? Yeah. I don't know if they would answer. I'm not entitled to an answer. But in the same vein, this guy writing an article complaining that we feel like uh, we're entitled to whatever. Uh, I don't like the word entitled so much because it has certain connotations, but um, they were they were going to the event wanting something and not getting it. Did they react bad? You know, probably. But are they assholes? No. And I think that's it's sad that we're getting like that because we're just everything's an outrage now everything has to be an outrage about everything which is why i called it the infinite outrage machine mm-hmm. and blizzard's not alone about that uh kind of a side article to that uh there was a youtuber called uh, shuriko and he's a, a twitch streamer and he got his youtube account suspended uh he basically what it was is he was playing red dead 2 and he was he did a clip from his stream to where there's like this one really annoying character. Like they showed like a good 30 seconds of that NPC's audio and it's just a super, super annoying character. And so he decided to punch this character in the face, wrap a rope around it, drag him around the street, tie him up, eventually go to a swampy area and chuck him in front of an alligator and the alligator just chomped all over him and just ate him to pieces. You know, yeah. just trying to be funny. <laughs> the problem was, is this was the character that's outside the store that you're always in. That's the uh, the women's suffrage movement character. So she's an NPC that's yeah. uh, trying to get women the right to vote. And so that, you know, labeled him as a sexist and a misogynist. And it got his YouTube account uh, canceled for that little clip claiming that... Uh, you know, if a video game contains graphic content, then your ca- account will be suspended. Uh, well, first off, hello, this is Red Dead 2. It's going to be full of graphic content. Yeah. Second, what he did to that character, you can literally do to any adult character in the game. Yeah, as long as but, you make it alive to this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But because it happened to the suffrage woman, you know, now he's a sexist, now he's a misogynist, now his account's suspended. So, again, infinite rage machine. One person saw that out of context. Oh, you, you're okay with violence against women. Oh, you're promoting violence against women. Oh, you're a sexist. You must be shut down. Rage machine. Okay, it's just, it's one of those things. Yeah. Um, so my thoughts on this whole um, Diablo thing is a lot of uh, funny confusion. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was I was g- going into town today to, to do some to do some stuff, and I looked around at some PS3s. They were very out of stock everywhere, which was unfortunate. Apart from the slim ones, which aren't backwards compatible, so it wouldn't do what I wanted it to do. But anyway, uh, and I also bought um, Walking Dead comics and stuff like that. 
uh, and had a look around the comic shop, and that was pretty fun. Uh, they, they had some some new stuff as well. They got this new uh, Daredevil, it's specifically the Netflix design uh, figure. Um, so, that, so that was pretty cool. So yeah, looked around some the comic shop and stuff, and that was pretty cool. Um, and I saw I I briefly sort of looked at all of this um, Diablo three stuff, and I, originally I was like, ah, oh, I'll just you know ignore it because I don't follow the game and and that sort of stuff, and it just wasn't of interest to me. And then I saw this bus advert or advert on the bus uh, on the side of a bus, sorry. Uh, and it had um, Diablo three out now or out soon. I, I didn't read it like fully uh, for Nintendo Switch, and I was like, huh, I wonder if that's the game that people were talking about. Um, and then I was, and then it brought more of the confusion of like, okay, the Diablo 3 is coming out on, on Switch soon, or it's out now, I'm not exactly sure. Um, so I was like, why are, why are people so upset? And I, again, I just ignored it because, um, I didn't follow the game and everything like that. But when, when we had the pre-talk before this podcast and you, uh, said about it being the mobile game, I was like, oh, okay, so it's like... A different actual game in in the franchise, uh, so you can see where some of my confusion might have been. And I and I'd heard recently about like oh Diablo's coming to the Switch and like you know on the, on the go gaming and all that stuff. And I thought oh that's that's pretty cool for those those Diablo players and they can uh, if they if they did have some level of like cross cross play and or, or cross platform or whatever the situation is, uh, that would be cool as well. So I was very when when I saw these little articles popping around of like oh outrage over Diablo. I was like, huh, I wonder, what the, I wonder what the issue is. Isn't the game, like, out or coming out? Like, what's what's the problem? But uh, now that you've explained all this stuff about the mobile game and the con and people's, like, expenses and stuff, uh, it makes a lot more sense. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. But, um, yeah, we do, unfortunately, live in a, a world where people do get angry very, very easily. So, yeah. Um, well, uh, just as an aside, you mentioned going out shopping. I was out shopping as well at the huh. game store looking at stuff. Yeah. And I saw something that was odd that caught my eye. Uh, you mentioned the Switch. Yep. I saw a Switch adapter, uh, but instead of being for like a, like a console or a, anything or like that, it was an adapter in advance of Super Smash Brother Ultimate where you could plug in four GameCube controllers. Oh, cool. Nice. So yeah, I thought that was kind of odd, but so was it like know. a USB thing that you? I don't know. It was behind the counter okay. because it was really, really small and something you could nick really easily. Oh. <laughs> um, right. But it's basically about the size like of a four-port USB hub, but the front ports were for GameCube controllers. So yeah, huh? That's cool. Because yeah, I know that they got the GameCube controller uh, design thing coming out for uh, for Smash Brothers. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you see anything else interesting? In uh, I mean, there's always new stuff. Um, mm-hmm. New uh, um, uh, pop, Funko Pop things. I don't know if those are huge over in the UK, but those are pretty yeah. big here. So, that's like a, in the comic shop, shop. That's like a whole wall at the GameStop <laughs> is those Funko Pops. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I mean, the normal stuff. Basically, I was just getting to look. I was trading in some old games that I didn't need mm-hmm. um, just in advance of Black Friday because I didn't want to try to do that on Black Friday because all you're doing is wasting their time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just looking for the... Uh, having a look around for the, the PS3 uh, like, see what was in stock. And it was only the 80-gig PS3s, which aren't backwards compatible. And the guy, I said, oh, how much is it anyway? And he said £80. And I was like, okay, thank you, but I'm going to walk away nicely. So... Uh, but hey, I wasn't rude to him or anything, so you know, mm-hmm. I just said no, thank you, and walked off like a nice, normal human being. 
Um, cool. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, that's all I had. Cool. Um, so I'm going to just finish the podcast on uh, my just the one selection this week for our overrated game. Uh, I'll, I guess I'll kind of package them together. Uh, Destiny One and Destiny Two. It's very. What's What's particularly strange about this franchise to me is because uh, Andrea Renee. Uh, Greg Miller and a, bu- a bunch of other journalists that I listen to on podcasts and stuff, they've, they've all said about like the Osiris stuff and the Destiny 2 and you know, they've, they've said all their impressions when, when new stuff has come out. It's odd to me how, because um, I've seen some like Destiny 2 thread comments and stuff as well, and it's odd to me how it, um, into the game these people are, but the complaint they always have is about the grinding and stuff. And, um, my kind of take from that is, like, um, because I jumped briefly into Destiny 1 when it came out, it, it, it wasn't any of the multiplayer stuff, and, um, I'm, I was always hearing about how good the gun, co- the, uh, gun, uh, combat and stuff was, and it, it never clicked for me at all, um, and I just, I don't quite get the mass sort of praise from it i don't quite like get sort of where it comes from and it's very it's very confusing for uh to me to see to see the destiny community who, who's always so passionate about the game always have the complaint of uh the grinding for it but they never like it, it's almost like they always kind of sweep it under the rug i don't know it's a it's a, it's a kind of strange situation where they always kind of complain about the same one thing, but something that is more like worth complaining about, because like not all of us like grinding and stuff. Um, I don't know. I I just yeah. I I see the praise that it gets, and I just don't quite understand it in the way. So yeah, well, I'm totally with you on it being an overrated game. Um, and I made the mistake of buying it digitally for Destiny One. So when yeah. I got bored with it really quick, I couldn't take the game back. Mm. But my issue was always. You know, there's almost no story in game. If you want to find anything about the story, they actually you play through it and you unlock quote unquote cards. Yeah. And then you have to go to the Destiny's website to read the cards to get the story. Well, that kind of defeats the purpose of playing the game is to leave the game to go do something else. Yeah. Uh, but past that, I mean, there was just not a lot to do. And mm. then Destiny 2 comes out really quick and basically shuts down Destiny 1. Oh, all that stuff you did beforehand, that doesn't exist. Really, Destiny 2 should have just been more DLC for Destiny 1. Then I wouldn't have as bitter of a feeling with it as I do, but it's still... <coughs> there's a reason why I've never bought Destiny 2 and only played what little bit of it I have was when it was on a free play weekend. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's my little selection. Again, not going to hate the game, not going to shout at it. I just don't quite uh, get the praise, but that's fine. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, so that's it this week, I think, what we have for uh, Random Gaming Talk. Thank you all very much for listening. Uh, if you'd like to get in contact with us for any particular reason, um, whether, it, whether it's feedback for the show or just get in contact in general, uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org is the email. Twitter is at etalkuk. Uh, there's the Facebook group and the Facebook page. There's also an email form on the post for this that you can fill out. Uh, just put in your email and your comment in there. That will get sent to me as well. Uh, yeah, just yeah, come speak to us. Come talk to us. Let us know what you think of the podcast. All that all that good usual, usual stuff. Uh, thank you, everybody who has listened. Uh, the numbers continue to be good and steady uh, and that kind of thing and grow. 
slowly ish but uh, they haven't de- decreased much so that's good as well so uh yeah so thank you everybody for listening we really do appreciate you and it does make me smile when uh, when i load the dashboard and see the numbers so uh yeah thank you everybody who does listen um if you would like to support what we are doing here there's, there's a few options for you there's patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk that's where you can just go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Uh, Amazon affiliate link, uh, as Robert mentioned, this is a good segue that you've uh, coincidentally sort of given me. Uh, for Black Friday or for Christmas, if you're looking to buy some stuff on Amazon, maybe the, if there'll be an Amazon Lightning sale or whatever they're called, a Black, uh, Black Friday sale, uh, please consider using our affiliate link. We will get a small cut of what you spend. But importantly, it won't cost you anything extra, so it's just a normal Amazon shopping. Uh, iTunes, please rate, review, and subscribe to the feeds that you intend to use. That includes Spotify as well, because uh, because the feeds are on there as well. Uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know, people that you know are watching these uh, things, TV shows, movies, playing the games, all that good stuff. Uh, let them know about the website, all the iTunes feeds. Uh, that will help out as well. Uh, if you'd like to watch me and Robert play video games, different video games, and David as well. Me and David have got Twitch streaming channels. He's got one through Geek Town, and David, um, Robert's got one on Mixer as well, of course. Uh, so, you, so you can subscribe to those. And obviously, by email or apps or whatever you have uh, installed uh, you'll be notified when we go live um for me usually because i'm streaming through the ps4 it has an automatic um tweet thing so if you're following us on twitter twitter that will uh, notify you when i go live specifically as well uh yeah that's it for this week thank you all very much for listening and we'll see you next week goodbye goodbye